Alright. I agree, brother. Pretty good. Busy, overwhelmed, lots of... <laughs> lots of things going on. Lots of projects and things going on. What about you? Uh, you know, uh, I think we're gonna get into it a little bit as part of this episode. So I guess we'll introduce the topic and chat about, about it more in depth. But uh, we're, we're in episode six. We're in episode six now. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. How quick was that? That timeless episode. Episode whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully this information, you know, is useful to whoever, whenever. So, but this is the our sixth session, anyways, recording. So we're getting a bit better at having these conversations and things like that. So, yeah. it's exciting time for us, I think. Um, but the topic for today, we're going to be talking about layoffs. Yeah, you know, uh, navigating layoffs. It's part of the the tech world. It's part of careers in general. It's very timely for myself, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But it's a very it's a very common thing at this time. Now, depending on when you're listening, maybe it won't even be relevant anymore, and things are like back on the upswing, and and finding the right talent is the big issue. Because I remember that was actually a problem a couple of years ago. Is everybody was like, I've got cash, I need good people to work at the company. But when the reverse of that happens then you don't have that cash flow that you need. You actually need to be a lean company. And mm. what that can mean for people is that, you know, you have to downsize. Maybe you grew too much too quickly. And you, you can't actually realize what it is that you had invested the money in towards. Yeah. And that leads to things like layoffs. Um, so at this time, actually, we should, maybe I'll time stamp it so you know the climate that we're in at the moment as part of like the tech world so it's march 2023 yeah uh last week we actually had a featured guest and we talked to them about svb so SVB, the whole svb situation silicon valley bank that was that happened basically last week within the last 10 days and so the tech world is still kind of struggling coming out of that but even before that there was a lot of things that had kind of put some of some of these situations in motion uh another one big thing is the the general rate like the increased rate for uh for borrowing money uh just as a quick aside i don't want to go too much into financials for a company but typically when borrowing rates are really low you borrow a lot so that you can invest in the future and make that money back somehow but when rates are really high it makes that uh, decision to borrow way more difficult makes it harder for you to get that money and usually companies have to downsize. And that's the situation we're in right now. A lot of companies downsizing. And I mean, have you, have you experienced this in your place where uh, they needed to be way more efficient, the year of efficiency as Mark Zuckerberg called? Oh yeah, I, yeah, I will, yeah. We, yeah, definition of, it's literally what layoffs are about. It's yep. to make companies in quotes more efficient. Yeah, lean, they want them, they want them to be lean yeah. in certain situations. Um, and you just go back to kind of like your core activities for for my company. So full disclosure, I got laid off very recently. For my company, the uh, situation was when he says recently, that that was literally last night. Yeah, yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Actually, yesterday morning. Okay. Um, so very very recently, but we had had a wave of layoffs before that as well, and then some more layoffs after, and then now this big wave. So the first time it was like maybe fifteen percent of the company was laid off. Yeah. And then um, the last, the, the second time before this one, I think maybe 10 people got laid off, which is a, a smaller than the 15%. What's maybe. the uh, total number of people that work at a company? 
Uh, now it's probably like 90. So before right. the layoffs before started? Before all of these layoffs, we were probably at like 140 something. And now at 90. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in about two quarters. Oh, wow. Yeah. So quite a big, a drastic decrease. So they, they went through an expansion phase, which is when I was hired on about a year ago, where things were like, like borrowing rates were close to zero. So if you had an idea and you wanted to figure it out, you borrowed money and you went and tried to figure it out. It was very cheap for you to borrow money. And so there was like a time and also not just borrowing money, I keep mentioning that, but also raising money is the same thing. Like when the, the market is, is booming, borrowing rates are low, people spend more, therefore there's more opportunities for you to make money in the market. That's where they kind of were when I was hired on. Why were they borrowing money though? Like what was it for? Uh, to invest in new products that they wanted to develop and also to market the products. So they were they more eager had. to grow. They were more eager to grow. That was the, yeah. the big focus was, was growth. Okay. Um, and when, when the situation changes, your focus just becomes actually profiting. Right. So like early on, you don't really care about profit as much. You might have heard of like growth tech startups like Uber famously did not make money for a very long time. I think very recently they became profitable, like they had a profitable quarter, but like that's after a really long time of running. Uh, and so you're in that growth phase and the investors also expect you not to make that much money. Like you're trying to just get a big user base or um, I, I come from products, so I'm always thinking in terms of users. But maybe you're trying to get a lot of like purchases if like that's what you sell is like um, um, like an actual physical product or something like that. You're, yeah. you're trying to maximize that and get it in as many hands as possible. And you don't care as much what it's costing you to do that. So yeah. some companies actually like in, in tech, very early companies will typically run at a deficit where they're spending more money than they're making. But in order to do that, you need investors and you need access to money. And that's where I keep talking about like borrowing and things like that. Yeah. Because uh, they enable your growth. Phase. When I actually had my startup, like the investors we talked to yeah. used to tell us not to talk about any profit, if we st any revenue, if we started. Yeah. Because no matter what number you mention, yeah. that then sets the expectation for how fast your company is growing in terms of revenue. And then it yeah, we were told at the time that it just hurts you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Early on, you you honestly maybe shouldn't even be as focused on that. Um, you want to prove that you've got like the the number one objective for early companies is to get product market fit. Right. And to do that, you need to spend a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money, in order to figure that out. But once you've figured it out, th this is the product. This is the market that you're selling it to then you can start to kind of focus on can this be a sustainable long-term right. business but like early on your objective is to try and figure that out product market fit pmf yeah and you it's it's gonna cost you um so we were in, in that situation essentially like a year ago when i joined it was like okay we have this thing we think it might work we need to figure out product market fit at, at all costs essentially. yeah so um, yeah, I guess we oh, sorry, a lot of before people. we continue so we, just to give people the execution yeah so we say what happened you know, what, like in your case, what yeah. happened, yeah. which is what we're talking about right now. Yeah. And then we mentioned, uh, we mentioned how, you know, why layoffs happen yeah. in general. Yeah. And, you know, how to feel about it and how to, I guess, prepare yeah. yourself mentally for it because yeah. it can happen to ever, anyone. Yeah. And that's like part of the reason why I'm talking about the different phases a company goes yeah. through is so that it, it'll help you frame what's happening while it's happening. Yeah. Because 
uh, and it's it's very difficult because like uh, when you get laid off it's very difficult for it to not feel like a rejection <laughs> even though in reality it might not be that it's not like that personal it's like oh, a, no. it's it's a it's a business decision it's a, it's like a numbers decision but it can make you feel a particular type of way so i think it's really important to understand the context of why a company is like at a big hiring phase right or why a, a company could be at like a at a slim down get lean phase all right and it's impossible to aim just right like if you're picturing it like a, a graph of like company revenue growth and then like number of employees at the bottom you would expect that line to just be like a straight line up into the right you know yeah. so the more employees that you have the more um, revenue that you're getting and the company's in balance but in reality it's like a wave of back and forth through that that straight line right. so when you're in like the growth phase you're probably going to overhire Right. And then you're going to realize oh we're not making enough money with the people that we have. We need to downsize. Mm-hmm. Then you probably over downsize, which I suspect is the case with a lot of companies. I don't know if it'll be the case for like my situation specifically, but for like recently that what's been in the big tech news is like Facebook's layoffs, for example. Right. They're downsizing a, a huge amount like in the in the thousands and maybe in the tens of thousands people have been laid off. But what that'll do is it'll it'll make it so the company is running with less people than it needs to actually run which will actually t- increase their profit margins which will allow them to experiment again and so they'll hire again and so you'll overshoot and then you undershoot overshoot and you keep doing that that I don't know probably forever until you're a really really big steady state company like yeah. coke or something where you can actually figure you know what you exactly what you need um but yeah so we were in a stage where we've kind of overshot we hired way too many people in in the year that I came on I think like maybe close to 30 other people came on at the same time um and then we realized you know we're actually not making as much money the whole situation also happened with um basically a downturn we've got the situation with inflation and people are raising interest rates people don't want to spend as much money we're a b2b company business to business so you require other businesses to also have money <laughs> yeah. in order to and buy from you right now and everybody's struggling so everybody's more conscious of where their money is going and so it it makes your your revenues go down what's an example of like your customer base like our customer base was a lot of startups okay. so like my company their the job was to protect um intellectual property and data of other businesses through like like cloud platforms and things like okay, that. Okay, the reason why I ask is cuz that gives context cuz uh startups right now are struggling to raise money, they're yep. struggling to make money. Yeah. So in, no in a way it's not the your company's fault cuz no, their it, customer it, base are just not. And they were making decisions based on a different market. Right. You know? And then when the market downturns, you have to make you have to adjust really quickly or you burn out like you will literally run out of money. Yeah. like um they they talk about um a runway for a company and that's essentially how much time you have until you get to 0 dollars mm. and in a situation where you're not certain about how much additional revenue is going to come in your run rate is constantly getting shorter every right. month and so in order to, for the company entirely to survive like you almost have to cut off a limb you know like a, like a <laughs> what's a, an analogy like when an arm has like gangrene or something like that yeah. and you have to cut off a limb in order for the rest of the body to survive it's like a similar decision that's being made just um 
where you know it's not life or death it's just like a, a company either makes it or dies you know yeah but yeah so when, when in that situation some companies may be forced to uh you know lay you off or whatever and they lose they lose too because a lot of talented people end up leaving like um from my company there's so many good people who who got laid off at the same time i did and it's that's not a it's not always a, like a full positive for the company like they've they now will have pr- probably to find replacements for these people when things change around right. again because that's what you're hoping right like you don't lay off a bunch of people expecting for the ship to eventually go down mm-hmm. you do it so you, that you can go back up at some point and when it's time to do that again it's like now you got to search for people i was actually i was listening to another podcast that talked about this a little bit and some companies in the us if they have like a lot of money they will actually like hoard the talent even though they don't have enough that was what a lot of tech companies were doing before cuz yeah. it's the more you can keep the less your you have competition go, have and uh, like yeah. you don't have to retrain people and hiring hiring is hiring is takes a while timely, depends on the role. expensive yeah so like in order to avoid that cost in the future if you've got enough money like that the runway isn't a big concern some people will just hold on to that Right. but that really depends on the company that you're in the size like mine is pretty small so um the money that's coming in is make or break whether or not you can get funds mm. is make or break but anyways that's like 13 minutes of context mm-hmm. already so now we're in the situation and as and we've talked a lot a lot of it from like the company's perspective but like as an individual how do you then deal with a situation like that and that's something that I'm going through so uh for context I've never been laid off before um I've been in tech for 5 years or something like that and I've never been in a situation where um I was one of the unfortunate ones I've I've seen it happen in every company that I was in in all three companies I worked for layoffs happen and when when they happen it's it's always like a a difficult time for the the person who got laid off obviously it's a difficult time for the company too but everybody's like struggling basically at this point um and it can lead to a lot of despair and and I've seen it uh in like other people who have been laid off I saw it myself yesterday when I got laid off so it's like a moment where you're like oh, really really uncertain especially with all of the other things that are going on um contextually like around that are even causing layoffs to happen yeah it can cause you to be a little bit stressed out in the situation but I think the important thing which you mentioned to me as well when when you found out the news is like not every not every like negative thing that's happening or perceivably negative thing actually ends up being a negative thing in the long run. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about it a little bit even in the journey to Canada right. episode. Like sometimes you get rejected in order for you to be like pushed into a path that's a little bit better for you yeah, in the end. Life gives you forcing functions. It gives you a forcing function. And forcing function is something that forces you to do something else. You got to make a move at that point. So like if it's maybe even something that you were considering but you're like comfortable where you were, mm-hmm. a situation like this can actually shake things up for you enough so that you are then forced to think of a new solution and yeah. to, to go and implement it, which is something that I've kind of been realizing in the last two days. So it's like the middle of the week. We record these on Wednesdays. So like right now we're recording on a Wednesday. Yeah. This happened on a Tuesday. So I've had two full days in not, the middle of the week. Not not Tuesday. This is Wednesday. 
So yeah, so not up to two full days. That's like one one and a half days. <laughs> yeah, I've, over so twenty four hours. I have one, but I'm, I'm considering like two work days. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. So I've had two eight hour periods where I should have been at work, but yeah. I wasn't, and um, just the flexibility of having that time back. Yeah. Um, aside from not making any money in that time. Yeah. It's. It was like a revelation for me. Because both days were beautiful. That's one thing. So we live in Vancouver. It's right. like springtime. Um, the sun is finally starting to come out now. Yeah. But not being forced to be at the office at that time um, allowed me to, to, to think, what if you could just like live like that and go and pursue whatever it is you need to do whenever you needed to right. do it. Um, and But you still made that money. Like the, the, the part is like you still need to make that money to survive, mm-hmm. to do whatever it is that you need to do. So what if you could make both things happen? And a situation like this allows you to consider that as a possibility as well. So that's something that I've been kind of wrestling with the last few days is like, how can you make this existence a reality, but also be making that baseline income, whatever it is that you need to make, working on whatever creative ideas. Like Mm -hmm. we we basically, we have extra energy, which is why we're sitting here doing a podcast, you know? But some people at the end of the day, it's just like, that's it we're done we did what we needed to do that day we can relax and and go watch something or whatever but imagine you had all of the time yeah to create like that and so as a as a creative person it it gives me a lot of optimism to be able to try and figure out that situation this whole situation but then hold on to that level of freedom and be able to kind of do more creative endeavors like this um, collaborate with way more people, get out a little bit more. So I've gone through like a roller coaster where I was like, oh no, this happened. What do we do now? And then a realization that, okay, if you can figure the situation out and you can actually like, you know, make your obligations and all of this, this could actually be an excellent thing for you as long as you yeah. kind of can flip it into something more um, like impactful or positive for you as well. So for me, I've, I've, I've gone through what some people have gone through, like the despair situation, but even like a year after, I've seen so many people who had been laid off land on their feet, whether they're working for somebody else or a different company, or they're working for themselves now. They've come out better on the other side. Like they're happy about it. You know, it was obviously devastating at the time. Short term is like a lot of pain, but long term, like the vast majority have gotten a gain out of a situation like this. So that's something else that I'm trying to keep in the back of my mind is like, when a situation like this happens, allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're going to feel, but then afterwards realize that this is just like a short-term situation and take it for the opportunity that it is. You can now reinvent yourself in however you want. And for some people that means going to work for a different company in the same industry or maybe not even working in tech completely and changing out where they're gonna work or maybe not even working for anybody at all and going on an entrepreneurship journey or something like that. Take these opportunities because like when you're, when you're in a career and you're in the, the place of work, your goal becomes to do really well there and to do really well at your position. And, you know, and that's where your, most of your energy goes towards. Right. But what if you put your energy towards something else that could, have, right. that could go really well as well, regardless of like where it is and regardless of who you are. So... Yeah, that's kind of the emotional journey that I went on and the mindset that I have now is, okay, this has happened. Um, what can you do to, 
to ship the situation so you're not like destitute or anything mm -hmm. and then now that you've got like the the time freedom to do stuff what are you what, what do you truly want to do and so like for the first time i can like think of i have a lot of time to think about that specifically yeah it's like what do you actually want to spend like what does your day look like ideally if that's what you're doing and um yeah now i've got to just make that a reality yeah it's 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 one of those things where you know it's easier on the outsides to say how it's supposed to feel or how it should be but yeah. you don't know until you go through it yeah. so i'm not going to pretend like i do yeah. so you know what i mean my perspective is from looking at my colleagues my close friends yeah. who we had all these ideas all these plans of what we will work on for the next quarter yeah. and then literally four hours later you yeah. find out that they were laid off because yeah. um for context um, the company i work as uh, work at as well yeah. a bunch of people got laid off like four well, four months ago yeah and it's a horrible feeling and that was for me looking from the outside yeah. not the people that were laid off yeah but you know i tweeted about this a while ago but you know every failure in this case this is not a failure on your part but yeah. every failure leaves behind like spare parts for future successes yeah so for context we don't always talk about the topics that we want to talk about until like the day off yeah and for this one it was literally just not too long ago like 30 minutes ago maybe yeah that i mentioned to mark that we should you know talk about this layoff it's still fresh yeah so you know it could go two ways it could yeah. be too emotional and we end up just not putting it out yeah or it's a way for people to be able to connect to something like this yeah in as it's as it's fresh because yeah turning sh uh shit into sugar yeah yeah turning into just like a, a situation you were not expecting into something that could be really really good and the thing is like there's so much there's always so much potential and I've I'm, I'm almost like a potential addict yeah I really love having multiple paths forward knowing that any one of them could lead to something absolutely amazing and optionality optionality is yeah. like my it, it, it's like a vice for me <laughs> it, it can be really good because it keeps me open-minded mm. but then it can sometimes be bad because it can stagnate you a bit when you've got too many options and you don't take any of them right and then you end up not doing anything so like my situation my key is like figure out a few key lanes that you really want to go for and then like focus my energy specifically on those things um but to to do with the the point that you were mentioning before um like whether or not this episode was going to go this way or that the the number one thing that i hope to get across with this episode is is that it gets better even like it's it's really all a, a mindset shift like as it's happening depending on your situation as well and i honestly don't want to speak for everybody like there's some people who are the sole breadwinner in a family mm -hmm. where they've got kids and stuff to worry about listening to this podcast they might be like what are these people talking about like opportunity like i gotta figure out how to feed my kids tonight yeah, right you know away. like yeah. it's it's totally different it depends on your situation of course um in my situation i'm kind of lucky that this happened at a time where the, i don't have that many obligations or that many dependencies so i can use it as an opportunity to be like creative and free mm -hmm. but um i do like i'm sympathetic as well to the situations that other people can kind of go through like if you're going to be taking like if this is like a massive blow to your ability to 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 
like provide yeah. i'm sure that is like is, is devastating but what's true for both people in both scenarios like myself or somebody with dependence is that you now have more option vectors at the moment um you you can take this situation for what it is which is is like a devastation or you can take it for what it is which is an opportunity and the the decision between those two things which are both true by the way yeah is how you approach it and like your mindset about it and that that's the thing that I'm I'm trying to stay very very like focused on is like this can be whatever you make it just try and make it gold as you mentioned like turn the shit into gold as yeah. much as possible and that's the number one message that I'm hoping to get across in this episode is take a situation for what it is allow yourself to dwell a little bit but then think beyond it and and like think longer term like perhaps this is putting you on a much better path yeah depending you know yeah i i totally agree with you it's just usually harder for some people or many people to get to that stage of you know seeing things from that perspective yeah. so i think the first step is you know feel the pain feel, feel what they need to feel, feel and it. that's the that's where the gold is yeah the gold is not the you don't necessarily get the gold from looking at things objectively yeah use that pain as fuel yeah you know what i mean to do what you need to do yeah. like if you are going to use that to be passionate i think i mentioned that in one of the first one early, early episode yeah. about how you know getting rejected from jobs in bank yeah. allowed me to have the confidence to start yeah. my own company which led me to career in tech Yeah. And I think uh for me in that moment I didn't try to skip the anger I was feeling. Yeah. I took that anger and that was what made yeah. me start drawing mockups. I could yeah. not draw. I didn't know anything about creating any product. Yeah. But it was just the anger like I never want to feel as rejected as I felt yeah. in that moment. And I think that's what people should, you know, dwell in it. If you're mad, you don't want you don't care about capitalism. Yeah. Good. Use the opportunity to spend time with your loved ones, your family. Yeah pick up some if you want to start gardening or just use that yeah. time yeah. to you know do you yeah and because sure. you will bounce back and the reason you will bounce back is it had nothing to do with you yeah it's not because you're not a good worker yeah um i was lucky you know when the layoffs happened they we were given the reason yeah. like it's it has nothing to do with anyone's ability it's yeah. like it's like a soccer team yeah when each season each team makes each coach makes the best choice based on the squad they're given yeah. to win for that season. Yeah. You could be the best player, yeah. but the club all of a sudden if if the club needs five more, let's say you're the best striker, yeah. but the club only needs one decent striker yeah. and they need five more defenders, yeah. they will sell you so that they can buy the they five can defenders. defenders yeah. It doesn't mean you're now not a good exactly player yeah that's so, a good analogy and soccer players don't then look at themselves like oh i'm a failure technically it's a layoff yeah they look at it like well it's just not Th- the not, need of the team right now that's not what's needed at the moment yeah so and if, they if, take that part they take their skill yeah. and go somewhere else and yeah. each season each team has to make that decision so in a layoff that's what companies are doing yeah. they look at the pieces they're like okay this is a superstar yeah. however we don't need a superstar right now. Yeah. Right now we just we need, need to survive. We need four people to take all this yeah. support calls cuz we are churning customers so bad. 100%. And uh but a company would not tell you that when they're laying you off yeah. because 
that creates some legal issues for a company. Yeah. They can't say, oh, you're amazing, we're letting you go. Because if they say that, it's like, okay, if I'm so amazing, why are you letting me go? Yeah, so there's, they have there's, to, there's things like wrongful termination. Exactly. they got to worry about. I, so I have friends in HR, and yeah. uh, that's what they said. They, like, they won't tell you. Yeah. So. Yeah. To, to be honest, um, they, were, they were pretty good about that in yeah. terms of, like, communicating that across the people from uh, at least what I experienced, um, they were very clear about performance not being like the big, like the big issue individually. Anyways, yeah. it was performance for the whole company. That was the issue. That's right. the situation. Not necessarily individual performance. And you invest in different areas of the business depending on, on what's needed, just like you mentioned in, in, the, in the soccer analogy. If you're a company that is experimenting with maybe like three different approaches, mm-hmm. one you know works, another one you think could work, and then uh, a third one that is a long shot. When you're flush and things are going really, really well with like the first system, say, is like bringing in a lot of cash, you now have excess that you can explore other ways with, and you kind of need those other ways in order to take your company to the next level. But when your priority is literally just survive as a company, you're going to cut off the experimental things yeah. and focus on maintaining what's been working and, and make it go as far. So that's another really big point, I guess, to take from this situation if you've been affected by like mass layoffs or something like yeah. that. It's not a personal thing. It doesn't mean like your skill set isn't good. It just means that your skill set at that moment is, is not the most critical for that business. Right. But it could be super critical for another business. So exactly. It, so it's like if, if you want to work for another business as a result of a situation like this, just like keep a positive mind frame that other places require the skill set because this company needed that at one point right it's also not always performance to keep in mind like in the case of ours things are actually going well yeah it's just the change in dynamic so like we yeah what do you mean by that like we are doing well however if we continue down the path that we're going in six months we won't do well yeah Yeah, so we had to change formation so it's almost like a forward thinking which it's hard to understand and i'm saying this for people who are high performers yeah. and then they're working in a company where oh wait last week I thought we last month I thought we had the most profitable quarter as a company yeah layoffs can still happen in situations like that yeah, that's because true, the leadership is looking at we are doing fine now yeah but, but what in six months from now is this where we need to go yeah. so then they try to shape the company yep. in the way that works for the current reality yeah. So um, layoffs are very tricky. It's not never the same for every company, yeah. and it's never personal. Yeah. It's just always it's business, unfortunately. It's business, and it's and, gonna be done, man. Yeah, and also as an employee, you have to always look at it that way as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm someone who I'm more of a, a missionary than a mercenary. Yeah. Wherever I work, I want to do my best. I want to, you know, I want the company's mission to be my mission, and yeah. also make things happen. Yeah. But this old layoff with in the tech industry yep. <laughs> has made me realize, you know, ultimately do what you can for the business, yep. but also always keep an eye out for your own career. Yeah. Don't make sure you don't develop yourself in a way that is tailored, tailor made for just one company. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I agree. Grow yourself outside of just the industry your company is in. Yeah look at things from a very long-term picture. Like, yeah. if I were to leave this company right now, yeah. will this skill be relevant in any other company? Yeah. And I, th- I think, and, yeah. And something along those lines as well, you made me think of like some actionable things for maybe people who 
are not laid off like somebody could be listening to this and they're laid off and this could be words of encouragement but like for somebody who's not laid off and they're worried that it could happen to them like what what do you do and to avoid a situation like that or to be better prepared for a situation like that um number one i will say on the avoid thing very very difficult like it really just depends on the function that you play in a company and whether or not the company needs that so like that's with the part where you you cannot take it as personal but in terms of like posturing yourself so that if it does happen to you that it goes as smoothly as possible number one thing i can recommend is network the strength of your network is so important and take any opportunity that you can to meet other people in your field people who are slightly outside of your field but maybe adjacent but meet as many people as you can face to face preferably mm-hmm. and um and develop those relationships the reason i mention that is because part of the reason why i, I can feel so optimistic um on, only a couple of days after the situation happened is as soon as i like let people know that this has happened or i posted about it I've just been flooded with waves of people trying their best to help out. Mm-hmm. Like I know of this opportunity over here. Oh yeah, I did see that in your LinkedIn. Yeah, post. so many people were like, were were reaching out, talking about it. Some were commenting on the post. Some people yeah. were like, were reaching out in my, in my private messages. Um, and for me, I've got to do some soul searching and figure out exactly what it is that I want to do next before I don't want to like, you know, when you get. you get burnt your immediate reaction is to retract your hand and do something really quickly i don't want to act out of that situation so like if a if a job presents itself even if it's not like the right fit you might want to run to that for safety yeah but that might not necessarily be the right move so i'm trying to like just you know take of course explore every opportunity that i see but not yeah. necessarily grab on to the first like lifeboat that i can see you know yeah um so i'm i'm trying to manage that situation as well but it's better to have too many options than too little and the options they come from from your network primarily like you can go and apply to a bunch of places like mm. but like we've been mentioning before there's so many layoffs so like you you got to imagine so many people are also doing the same thing applying to a bunch of the same positions maybe and things like that so like how do you stand out from a crowd like that and the number one way that i have known to stand out is to have that person or somebody in a company be like I know a person who's great fit for this. Yeah. We should definitely talk to them about that. And that comes from the strength of like your network. Um and so I would highly recommend like if you're in a stable position right now, take a few hours. It doesn't even take that much time, but maybe a few hours every month to find a way to to be in front of other like your peers, to be in front of people maybe in the same age group or the same level in your career but maybe in a different field. and just get to know them get to know the problems they're solving um and yeah make them your friends be friends with everybody who's kind of around you and when a situation like that happens you'll be glad you have so many friends who can kind of help you out yeah i agree uh, the counter to that though is when something bad happens retreating is good and regrouping is good i should say but yeah. you don't want to hide away yeah cuz um you know take the time to reflect and figure out what you need to do next but once you know attack right away like go for the next opportunity go for the next business whatever you want to do yeah. because the longer you take yeah. to retreat the more the self doubts starts creeping in yeah and all of a sudden a layoff that was that had nothing to do with your ability yeah just that shit you completely yeah you start thinking yeah. it's oh maybe I wasn't good enough yeah so you 
you don't want it to ever affect your yeah, self-confidence. Yeah. Shake your confidence. Like yeah, start doing things. Yeah, Even if, if you're good at playing video games and yeah. you're the best gamer, yeah. it's time to start doing that. Start doing things that, you know, build your confidence. Build your fire that adds to your flame. Yeah. You don't, you, it's not a time for you to, don't start saying poor me, you know? Yeah. It's time to, yeah. Yeah, don't let yourself get to that position. I think it would be number one advice. Yeah. <laughs> Is to not let yourself uh, wallow in pity for too long. Obviously, you're going to feel. You're going to feel however you feel, mm -hmm. and all I already mentioned this earlier, and, and it's okay. Of course, like your feelings are valid, and a, a situation that is not favorable has yeah. happened to you. Obviously, that's fine, but don't let it. Like it's okay. You can feel things and not let them change you your self image of yourself. Um, and that's the number one thing I would say is like don't try and. Don't let your your self image be tarnished as a result of yeah. of something that doesn't have much to do with you happening to you. You know, um, so yeah, I don't know. That's 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 been my journey so far. It's very recent, so who knows if I did this episode tomorrow, maybe I would feel completely <laughs> different about the situation. Um, I doubt it though. Maybe uh, we're, having quickly. we're having an update if something yeah, changes. You know, maybe, you know. maybe that'll happen. Um, but so far. Yeah, I yeah, what shocked a lot of shocked early on, but trying to take it for the opportunity that that it is, you know, and trying to make the most of it. Yeah, so not it's layoff. I I just ends. Mm -hmm. Remember in one of the episodes when I mentioned when I was trying to leave uh, Newfoundland and I wanted to work remote. Yeah, and I was told I could not. Yeah. I, there were people, uh, a couple of people who worked remote at a company, yep. and I was pretty much forced to resign before yep. I left. Yep. That felt, that, that felt hurtful to me. Yep. To me, it felt like you know, <laughs> it felt like oh, I wasn't good enough. That's why they could not make an exception. Mm -hmm. But you know, one thing I'm thankful that I did at the time was I didn't let it cool me off. You know, I used that as a way. I, I use that as a way to get going, mm -hmm. you know, use the energy to just apply for jobs like crazy. And my salary was doubled like within a month after that. And in the end, probably necessary in order to live out here. Oh, it was, it was the best thing that ever happened to me. Yep. And um, yeah, so that's what I'm just trying to counterbalance. Like don't cool off too much, yep. you know, use the energy that you get from this to do your next thing. And if your next thing is to travel the world, do it. If your next thing is to apply for a new job, do it. But yeah. the last thing you want to do is to start looking down on yourself. This yeah. has nothing to do with you. Yeah. This is just business, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. And yeah, I'll, I'll follow up as things gonna happen. Um, but yeah, hopefully if anybody's listening to this, whether or not they've been affected by a similar situation or they're in a position where they're worried something like that might happen. Hopefully some of the things that we've said will help you be better prepared for it or to deal with it a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you know about my personal journey as things happen and things like that. But And let yeah. us know as well, you know, um, we want to learn from you as well. Yeah, this is not, we are not, we are not experts. Yeah. We are not uh, gurus. We are, we don't know it all. We have we, one layoff between the two of us. Yeah. So like, who knows? This is just a learning, you know, we are using this as an opportunity yeah. to share what we've learned yeah. so far, to discuss things that, you know, you're probably thinking, but you haven't heard people like you 
talk about yeah. so that's what we're trying to do we're just trying to be i guess relatable you know yeah. that you're not everything that you think you're going through there's probably a lot of other people going through similar things that's why this exists yeah. so we whatever we said right now if you don't agree with us please you know let us know reach out if you have a different perspective if you're an expert at layoffs yeah please let us know if you're a someone who has a company and you've laid off people uh, we would like to know your perspective. How does it feel like yeah. for you, you to have to pull that trigger? It can't be easy for them either. Yeah, exactly. So any any thoughts you have about this, good, bad, just let us know. Yeah. We'd love to know. And um, yeah, maybe we'll have you on and we can share it with more people in the future as well. That's good. And that is our episode. We'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah, and uh, like, <laughs> do you like podcasts? No. Review, yeah. Leave a review. Yeah, yeah. Uh, five stars. Leave yeah, five let star us know how, you, how we've done. Uh, we're trying to be better each time, you know, but we're still trying to keep things relaxed and just, it, it's not that serious. Yeah. But yeah, we, we want to be better. Tell us how we can improve. And we'll All see you next time. All feedback is welcome. Appreciate it.